I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Here we are on Monday, September 11th, 2023, 22 years ago. Obviously, we had uh, a horrible event happen, um, especially when you really understand the details of it was a governmental inside job that was all based on trying to take all our constitutional rights away with the Patriot Act. So we'll be digging into some of this uh, 9-11 uh, cover up and uh, some of the things that uh, are really obvious that you can talk to your friends about. There's thousands of things you can talk about. I got a couple of uh, again my whole my whole course on the impactor for truth. It's about getting really good at talking about a few things versus being considered a conspiracy theorist because you're talking in general about too many things, right? That's what we'll talk quite a bit about that. We're talking about a massive event coming up according to a Julie Green prophetic word and getting into praise and prayer afterwards where we have beautiful music. That new video called First Things First. I think you really, you really enjoy that. And um, that is about what we need to do right now is keeping God first. And uh, he will be speaking to us directly in a more direct way than ever, I believe. It's an exciting time to be alive. So let's dig into some of what's going on. I think Kirk Elliott is going to be coming on here in a second. We'll begin an academic update whenever he comes. So let me know when he comes on backstagers. Um, but we will start getting into some of this breaking news right now and so i tell you what it's it is not going to be boring here going out so uh and one thing that's going to happen is the financial collapse right so we'll have kirk elliott come and talk about some of the newer things that are coming on it is crazy what's happening with the banks um actually doing crazy things when it comes to their liquidity and having zero fracking it used to be like my goodness they only had one percent of uh, the what they're supposed to have at the banks right now that now they brought down to zero right it's like oh we're just going to create money out of thin air and have no fractional reserves <laughs> it's pretty crazy um but with that we again you can uh, go get an appointment with kirk to get financial advice specifically for you especially when it comes to precious metals versus stocks versus real estate versus bonds versus all the things that you could do and in this environment the specific environment with brandonomics 
and this specific environment with the potential collapse of all the Babylonian systems in the short term, I really believe it's going to happen extremely soon when the derivatives of all these, these banks that are suppressing gold and silver, woo! Well, this is, a, this is a time to get the correct advice from somebody you can trust, somebody that I love. Goes to the Reawaken Tour, um, is always there as well as um, is just a, just loves the Lord. You know, so those, those are people you want to partner with that don't have back-end commissions, obviously. So with that, Kirk, how are you doing today? You're still Sorry, good. I'm doing, I'm doing great. How are awesome. you? Good. I, I am doing awesome as well. So I guess I better flip to you to where I can see you. There you go. All right. So, uh, hey, so obviously um, you have got a couple of doctors and doctorates on a, for a reason. And now that's really kind of fed into what you're doing full time. I, I want to kind of go back a little bit for the people that haven't heard the story about how you actually got into doing what you're doing now. Yeah, I mean, it's so, you know, I've been I've been a follower of Jesus since I was four right? so, <laughs> so my whole life right so uh and and God's blessed me I don't have a fancy testimony right is he kept me from a lot of nasty stuff you know it's so it's just consistent and that's a great testimony but but going into college I knew who I was as a believer mm -hmm. so I actually picked the college where um for grad school that I knew was going to teach me most of the enemy's tricks and plans right mm -hmm. so so I, I ended up going to University of Denver Graduate School of International Studies. So it's a very, very small, highly selective group. I can't believe I got in, actually. It was a miracle. <laughs> um, but Madeline Albright went there. Condoleezza Rice went there. Wow. Most of my professors were advisors to the Clinton family. It's like, I mean, it just, just wild, right? So, so you learned so learn. really well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I learned and I... And, it did it didn't come without strife and opposition because i had to fight for every one of the paper titles i would do because right. i didn't like my my style right they didn't right. like that i was a believer but but anyways made it through so i learned how the enemy thinks right so anyways after that became a um mortgage guy vice president of a mortgage company we're very large but the owner was a crook um mm -hmm. ended up embezzling money out of the country it's like god's my provider not man so I just left without a plan B, which is how you should always operate, right? Because when God's your provider, you don't. It doesn't matter what right. man's economy does to you. God's Amen. is bigger, right? So he's great. So Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Jireh, right? <laughs> yeah. So so then it got really interesting because when I left, I didn't have a plan B. I had no, didn't you know? Went from a really good income to like nothing. Started up as a started. Hey, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna start advising people on their finances. This was back in 2000 and no, this was back in 1998. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so it was a long time ago. Um, then my daughter was born. Massive miracle. She was born without a hip socket. Wow. So one leg was like flopping around, and and I didn't and we didn't think she was ever gonna walk her whole life. Right. And then she got pneumonia as a three-day-old and went wow. home on oxygen without a hip socket. Um, long story short, about a month into her life, I was just praying for her and just weeping because we had to go to Children's Hospital for a special brace because her leg wasn't formed. And I was changing the diaper and I heard this noise like a kind of a noise. And I just started weeping. It's like, God, you did a creative miracle, right? So we go back to get an x-ray because the hospital lost the x-rays. Perfectly formed hip socket, right? Wow. But but during all of this, 
the the guy that I was working for didn't pay health insurance premiums. We had no insurance. Wow. We didn't have anything. I wish we were at zero. We were so far below zero, Rick, that it's like, uh, I just wish it, we were broke. I mean, literally. I mean, just zero would have been nice. But but God always provides. Um, we my we went from a very good income to that next year. I made my tax return. I made seven thousand dollars the whole year. Right Whoa. then, year number two, we made about thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars. It was it was nothing. But then during that time, it's like God, I don't know what else to do. I'm at my wit's end. We've always tithed, and I heard this this. It wasn't really a still small voice. It was like a smack alongside the head. It's like <laughs> give more, just give more. It's like give more of what? I don't have anything, God. Right, but. But it's a hard issue. Giving is always a hard issue. So we started giving 20% of, of nothing rather than 10% of nothing, <laughs> really. Right. But then God started opening the floodgates. And uh, that, that's when I, I went to, you know, uh, a new company, the, the stock company I was working for. I said, you can't recommend gold or silver to anybody. Well, I said, but I, I'm, not, I'm not selling it. I, you don't offer it. So I'm just recommending it. So they gave me a cease and desist. So then again, we were starting to do really good and we had to make another choice. God is my provider or they are. <laughs> so we left because I'll always do what's right for the client. That's when I got more into the gold and silver world back in 2002. Mm -hmm. And from that point, I'm watching Jim Cramer on CNBC, you know, my, my first year there. It's like, this guy's just yelling and screaming at people and people are listening to him because he's on TV. How, how can I get on TV? <laughs> so it's like, oh, I'm going to get a PhD. Uh, nobody on TV has a PhD unless you're a boring, you know, Harvard professor, right? So, right. so it took me seven years, but I got one. And then because I'm a glutton for punishment, I decided if one is good, two might be better. So I got a <laughs> second one in theology. And, and it's truly then that God started opening up the floodgates of heaven so much that I, I couldn't contain it all. I was on Mike Huckabee interviewed me on Fox, you know, radio. Um, I did a documentary on Daystar and and that aired on TBN as well. Um, was interviewed everywhere, just like everywhere, and uh, very and so the but the the gold and silver dealer that I was working with at the time started to do some things that I thought were shady, mm -hmm. um, and by this time I was I was about sixty percent of the entire company's book wow. of business and I was one of 30 people right so because okay. I was on TV a ton but here again 15 years into it um, it was it was not as easy of a decision in in the eyes of man for me it was a simple decision I'm leaving I'm never gonna do what's wrong for the client right because they were forcing unsuitable gold and silver like collectible junk and high commission junk for people it's like because it paid a higher commission it's like I'm not doing it I'm mm -hmm. simply not doing it. And so they gave me a cease and desist, but this time it was with a seven-year non-compete clause because I was so much of their business. Wow. So for seven years, which I love God's number of seven, <laughs> my yeah. wife didn't love that number for seven years of making no income, right? But but for seven years, I lived on retirement. And then to seven years in a day, we started up where I left off. My daughter and I, she did my social media, my marketing stuff. We started the company where we are now. That's four years ago. Now today, we're the fastest growing firm in the industry. We have 18,000 clients all over the world. Mm -hmm. We'll probably do, I don't even know, um, 
close to a billion dollars in silver this year. I, I, I don't know. It's just a lot, right? I don't, I don't measure my success on how big we are or even how much money we make. I measure my success starting when we had nothing on how much we give. Because mm-hmm. I, I look at my tax return every year and it's like, we gave more this year than we did last year. It must have been an okay year. We gave more this year than we did last year. It must have been an okay year. I, I never know how much we make, right? I, I, don't, I don't care. But what I do care about is, are we being an impact and influence in the world around us? Are we taking care of widows and orphans like God commands us to do, mm-hmm. right? And to me, that's all about giving. And when you stop thinking about money, God can start really working in your life, right? Because it's not about money. I mean, it's nice to be abundant. It's nice to be comfortable. It's nice, but it's those things are just nice. The real important thing that God cares about is your heart and what are you doing? Are you being a wise steward with what he's entrusted you with? I don't care if it's a little or a lot. So that's the story of, of our company and how God has grown it so big, um, but it's not without a lot of pain and heartache and hurt and tears um, over those years of, I mean, all of you can imagine, imagine going seven years without making anything. The comments that my wife would have for me, it's like, when are you going to actually start making some money? It's like when God, when it's ready, you know, um, when, when God opens the door for us to do it. And the crazy thing about that, Rick and everybody, is in Colorado, it's a right to work state. Non-compete clauses don't apply. Oh, but but wow. I, yet I abided by it because I never wanted anybody to come and say, Kirk is unethical, he's shady, he's stealing clients. So even though I didn't have to, I did. So nobody could ever say anything bad about us because mm-hmm. my reputation is all you take with you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I mean. So, well, so anyways, that's a little bit of our story. But then come to today, I am so glad we went through the pain and the heartache because it's during those desert times where your roots grow really, really deep. Mm-hmm. and you understand how important it is to live by faith and have mm-hmm. God be your provider. Because now, um, the pain that we went through, even trying to get two PhDs, when I was a full-time husband, a full-time dad, a full-time student, mm-hmm. and having a full-time job, I wouldn't want that for my worst enemy, right? But yet <laughs> I did it, right? So, so yeah, yeah, congratulations that, but that opened the door to political influence and economic influence and media influence to where we are today, it's like I get to help so many people because of the pain and the and the sacrifice that we went through to get to this place, and it's all worth it. I would do yeah. it all over again. Um, yeah, and I love it. We're that, helping a lot of people, and that's why I just like lo- love to recommend you because of the heart that you have and the fact that you are doing things completely above board and uh, really making sure people understand the the that hey, there's various vestments at different points in time. And then and with Brandonomics, it's pretty obvious where that needs to go. But you need to still know specifically for your circumstance uh, what you have. But boy, boy, cash is in danger now. Stocks are in danger. Bonds are in danger. Um, there's only really one safe place to go for most of the time. And, and, and what I love about silver is it has it's, it, it's actually liquid. It's actually a good investment just in general. Uh, yeah. But more importantly, it has massive upset uh, upside for uh, uh, I guess I guess people that are awake that understand derivatives and the suppression of silver, right? So to, to just talk a little bit about that. I know you had probably have a whole agenda of what you wanted to talk about for this week. No, I. But this is the. <laughs> I actually weirdly I had no agenda today, and now wow, I know why. Wow! Wow! Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. 
So, so I mean, I always, I'm never at a lack for something to talk about, right? But I came in with, with absolutely zero agenda, which is <laughs> very interesting how God yeah. works sometimes. But, but you know, we just this morning, actually, I was, I was reading an article and it was kind of creepy. Um, mm-hmm. So we've talked a lot on this, on this um, show about, Chat, artificial intelligence, chat GPT, right. you know, the rise of the machines, right? And what that means for everybody. Well, mm-hmm. over the weekend, chat GPT was asked a question. Mm-hmm. And I've actually used it. Um, I, I typed in a question just to see if it could understand people's hearts, right? And the motive behind questions. And shockingly, it was genius. I mean, seriously. So, so I tried to trick it a little bit, and I and I asked a question, like um, a lot of us went through during certain parts of our life, or when we were dating or whatever. And it's like, so I asked, "How do you break up with somebody and not hurt their feelings?" I just wanted to see if it could understand a heart. So it gave out this big long explanation and softened the blow. And it's like, oh my word, this computer actually wrote a really good response to that question right mm-hmm. so it does understand motive and heart and chat gpt is creepy when i actually after i asked that question it's like humans are in kind of big trouble right because if computers can start to understand heart issues and it's not just logic um it, it's like these dystopian future kind of future that we're living in, right mm-hmm. so so over the weekend that was a while but that was a couple months ago that i did that so over the weekend, again, artificial intelligence was asked a question by some um, research firm. When is singularity or when is singularity going to happen and when are the big tech stocks going to collapse? Mm-hmm. Simple question. Singularity is the convergence of humans and machines where machines win out, right? So mm-hmm. basically they, they win the game. People lose their jobs. And, and so it spit off an answer really quickly. It said, well, 73% chance that singularity and big stock market correction for the tech stocks uh, within the next 90 days. And then it asked, and then it actually said, but for the healthcare industry, 59% in the next 90 days. And then it asked some other questions like, what? How does it spit off these these random things? But but it's truly, it's very smart. So as I was thinking about that, it's like, okay, my human brain, not a computer brain, knows that every September is the worst performing month for the S&P 500 mm-hmm. of the year. Every October is the worst performing month for the Dow Jones Industrial Average every single year. Then what we have in January coming up is what after the BRICS meeting that, that convened the end of two weeks ago, they added Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, Argentina, Egypt, Ethiopia, and Iran to the BRICS nations. Mm-hmm. Six six of those start um, January 1st. So that's within 90 days of this question being answered, right? It's like, man. So w- January 1st, you've got the BRICS nations, which just added six of the nine largest oil producers in the world into their mix. You've got a September and October historically being the worst stock market months of the year. So maybe this chat GPT thing, this artificial intelligence is right. Right. And I started thinking about that. And so what's going to happen as you get economic turbulence and the rise of the BRICS nations taking demand away from the US dollar, which is the only reason why we can have $32 trillion worth of debt. 
mm-hmm. and and Bidenomics just came out with with their rough proposal for the next year's budget, two trillion dollar deficit. It's like what? So add automatically thirty two trillion goes to thirty four trillion. That doesn't even include stimulus money because now they're planning on COVID two and mandatory lockdowns, travel restrictions, shelter in place laws. It's like come on, small business owners in America can't afford it this time. They already blew through their retirement savings to su- to suffer yeah. through the last one this time there's no reserves mm-hmm. so this would be economically devastating so here's where i start to think maybe this this dumb artificial intelligence stuff isn't so dumb after all right it's it's using every piece of data point that they can come with and starting to add trying to add a heart element and i say trying because you can never replace what the intuition that God gives us, right? Mm-hmm. You, I don't care how smart the dumb computer is. You can never replace that. But they're getting pretty close, which is scary, which is why there's been research estimates, which we've talked about on the show, that say over the next five years, two-thirds of America and Europe might lose their jobs to a computer. 20% of the world's population might lose their job mm-hmm. to a computer. See... Chat GPT knows this. They're seeing those articles because their tentacles go out to everywhere in the world and they can see everything that's ever been written, everything that's ever been forecast, all of that. And they're putting the pieces together thinking, okay, this stuff is going to happen. And you know, this is this is why we need to knock out the globalist uh, before yeah. uh, so that we can actually start using it for uh, benefiting humans versus destroying Absolutely. humans. Absolutely. Right? So, so uh, what they that, don't know is the prophetic word of God, right? My and so yeah. what God has spoken just just through one person alone, but there's numerous prophets that he's speaking to about this exact thing right now. But even Amanda Grace, you know, talked about the the extensive overreach that the that the United Nations and all these other three-letter and two-letter inter, intergovernmental institutions are bringing on us. There's going to be a rise up of opposition, mm-hmm. I think, of God's people, of his believers, of of people of faith looking for some kind of an answer outside of this beast-like system and it's going to rise up and there's going to be options there's going to be solutions there's going to be peace in the midst of the storm and she said this is upon us right so so i think what god's got in store is something that computers can't figure out right which is which is amazing to me but in the midst of all of that what is coming is going to be economic hardship and things like that. But when you allocate properly, like what we've been talking about, it's all part of God's provision. Just like there's light at the end of this tunnel, we're going to come out with a new system that I think is going to be way better than the old one as God continues to establish his kingdom here on earth. And in that, there is abundance, there's prosperity, there's peace in the midst of the storm. And financially, one of the best ways to do that is through tangible assets, which is why we're so heavily focused on it. There'll be a time for stocks and bonds again somewhere down the road, just not right now. In a Trump but economy. We, yeah, exactly, under God's right. economy. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So, uh, so again, you can uh, right down below in the in the description is a way you can go click uh, kirkelliotphd.com slash B2T, and you can have a, a link that talks about Kirk and my story. I've done five transactions with Kirk because uh, he's trustworthy. Again, you do not want back-end commissions, guys. Because that is uh, people being knowing that this is going to explode, and they want big commissions on the back end. There's zero back end commissions with with Kirk. He's a he's fair and honest, 
Um, so make sure that you get a free consultation at that 720-605-3900 that's showing in the, the lower third right now. But we really appreciate you, Kirk. Uh, any uh, last words? No, just I know, Rick, sometimes there's a tendency for people to be fearful when we talk about some of the things that we talk about. But I know your audience, and I know that we always – we, we hear bad information. We know that man's economy is not God's economy. But don't ever let the news or anything that's out there strike you into a position and a posture of fear um, because that's not what God created us for, right? He, but we talk about it so you can understand what we need to navigate through to get to a point of peace and prosperity and abundance and thriving and safety, right? So So that's all out there for us. You just have to take that leap of faith, reallocate, reposition, be in that strength and that confidence that God gives us through faith to make the right decisions and have a smile on your face. Truly, you, you can. Yeah. Faith and not fear. All right. Well, God bless you, Kurt. Really appreciate you taking God bless. Time. We'll All see right. you. Good. All right. We're going to be digging into some uh, some some actual um, breaking news now all around. And part of this is going to be going back to 9-11 and just the cover-up, right? I really wanted to kind of dig into that quite a bit here. And so again, that's Kurt's website there, but I wanted to move into uh, some breaking news and how it relates back to this. Biden spends 9-11 far from terrorist attack sites with Alaska trip as Harris visits Ground Zero instead. So it's the first time since 9-11 that a president's not there honoring 9-11 victims, pretty much uh, par for the course, right, for this president. Post 9-11 first responders deaths near total who died during the attacks. So in other words, there's been over 3,000, um, uh, I'm sorry, there's total of 341 New York City first responders that had died um, during 9-11, but there's been almost that many now because of all the chemicals and everything that spilled on uh, many that survived. Uh, so uh, this is, continues to compound the, um, this false flag that was used to push the Patriot Act um, is really scary to see what our, our government's willing to do. If you go back, the false flag that got us in World War One, the World War Two, the Pearl Harbor false flag, the Lusitania was the false flag that got us into World War One. This is the way the cabal works. They make money on both sides. They own all the oil and and, and defense contractor, uh, and and they make a bundle and to siphon off and become rich off of our grief. Why? Because they do not care about us at all. Here's uh, the Gateway Pundit talking about, here we go. The FDA approves updated Pfizer and Moderna vaccines for COVID. So prior formulations are ineffective against emerging variants. So all those shots you got, even if you got every single booster and you're up to date, you know what? Uh, that's not enough. Even two Pfizer shots plus booster, plus booster, plus booster. Plus, you need to go get these other ones because these other ones aren't effective to this variant. Right, but they saved your life before, even though you have an autoimmune disease and your husband died of uh, complications. So this is just a sickening, especially after being at the 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 um, two days at the Healing for the Ages conference with Dr. Artis and some the most brilliant people on this planet, clearly showing um, what poisons they're actually using in the vaccines as well as the shots. It's important, guys, to educate yourself and get smart. On, uh, on this and, and we will we'll be digging into this. But if we dig into 9-11, I want to point you to a few things. This will be in the show notes. 
but this is a, it's a really controversial guy named Phil Lesky, right? Um, but what I think he did well is really going back to 9-11 documentaries. He thinks it's because they are hiding Nasara. I'm just not so sure about that. But what I do know is he did a great job with two videos. They're two, they're two couple hour long videos showing exactly what happened on 9-11 where you could have all the details. But I want to show you just a few things that will be important for you to help wake up your friends, right? And, uh, and the first thing I want to do, though, is just alert you to this censorship and this comes around to where you can't find proper information on 9-11 if you use Google. Okay, so here's uh, this is what happened in August. New global internet censorship began today. This was August the 7th. Google's new global censorship tool was introduced today at 9.10 a.m. via an email press release. Instead of global internet censorship, Google calls it fact check tools. Its purpose is to eliminate dissent on any topic Google selects. Their partners are the United Nations and the World Health Organization. Plus, 71 pages of other partners are listed in the fine print on this website. Google's algorithms are designed to delete websites that criticize topics such as COVID-19 statistics, the World Bank, the FBI's crime statistics, Farm GKB, a one-world global government. Other topics include global warming statistics provided by the IPCC and many others. The algorithms are Google's last-ditch attempt to control the Internet before people worldwide can no longer access it. The goal is to have one point of view. Google calls it Data Commons. All data supports one global government under the United Nations banner. Google has the only say on what news gets read or blocked from the Internet. And this helps with the new social credit score system that is coming. There you go. So if you trust the New World Order and everything they tell you, then um, yeah, that's use Google. Guys, just never use Google again. I'm just, um, and so here, here I'm going to show you the best option to, to instead. So here's a study. This was done back about a year and a half ago, but they actually took specific 10 tests to show if they would come back with non-censored results. And Google was censoring 80% of the time. So 80% of the time, and the detailed questions uh, that they use, which I thought was incredibly brilliant. Things like if you say Russian television, it should come up with RT, for instance. That's the Russian television network, right? And so that would be one, one example of the, one of the 10 tests. Well, um, believe it or not, Bing only, only did it for Microsoft, only, only censored 30% of the time. DuckDuckGo was 50% of the time. I know many people thought that DuckDuckGo was the best place, but the best one by far is the Russian indexer. It's called Yandex. So if you really want to search 9-11 and other things, they've scrubbed it off, 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 off Google. Now they're actually not going to have any independent media on the search engines Google announced, right? So again, Yandex, Y-A-N-D-E-X is what I use for my search engine. It works extremely well. I'm going to show you, show you real quickly. So if I... Uh, Put in Building Seven Demolition. This is talking about Building Seven that was that was destroyed on 9/11. So, so this is the one thing I want to teach you is if you ever want to see if somebody's awake, say how many towers fell on 9/11. Almost every normie is going to say two. Okay, almost everyone that's awake that's understood this that looks at this knows it's three because Tower Seven fell as well. Okay, Tower Seven was demolished. That's where most of the Nasara records were, pro were, 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 according to Phil Gablowski, or there was something important in Building Seven because it was demolished. You can go see videos of it. Okay, and here I did. I searched on here 
Building 7 demolition, what do I get? What really happened to the World Trade Center Building 7 and a full article on it? 9-11 real clear video. Building 7, an obvious controlled demolition, which is absolutely true, guys. If you go research this, you'll find that it was demolished. You can go see pictures of it. You can hear the, you can hear the, the uh, bangs going off of, the, of the, how they demolish a building, and it just fell in free fall, just like the, the other towers did too. But I'm focused on Tower 7, which is a smaller tower that nobody talks about because they covered it all up with the two big buildings. So the real reason for 9-11 was to get to the Patriot Act as well as destroy whatever was in Building 7. And BBC reported Building 7 had collapsed 20 minutes before it collapsed. Okay, this is what I'm finding on Yandex. Okay, so I searched Building 7 demolition and I can find all this. I can show watch video. I can watch a video of BBC saying Building 7 just collapsed. And in the back, behind them in the video, Building 7 had not collapsed yet. You can see it while they're announcing it. Okay, and then 20 minutes later it falls, showing that they knew and it had a script. The media had a script in the false flag. Okay, and so this is a very important thing. Building seven video of controlled demolition. Right here, you can click on that. Here's the here is the actual building seven here on here. And if you come down here, you'll see the 36 second video. I'm gonna play it right here. Follow the footage was found on an old digital camera. You'll hear the, you'll see the bangs go off, and then the building will fall free fall just like in a demolition. You can see and hear them. There you go. Here it is again. They're going to show it, play it again. You'll see the, see and hear them. All right, so, so there's there six or seven articles where you can go see the truth about about uh, Building 7. And uh, that's that's a picture of it right there where I put that on my thumbnail, right? That's Building 7, completely demolished, okay? Again, it was way away from them. There's the, the, the story is that fire fell down and it, all of a sudden it, it burnt the building to the ground. As you know from a war, buildings still are standing up and maybe pieces of them collapsed, but not the entire thing like this. That was a demolition. Okay, if you wanted to, go, if you go to Google, and you type in "Building Seven Demolition," questions answered about the WTC Seven investigation, Seven World Trade Center, all that stuff's not there. World Trade Center controlled demolition conspiracy theories. There's all propaganda and crap. You cannot get any truth on Google about any true topic about what this government and the new world order is doing and now it's even worse because independent media is not going to be there please train yourselves and your families to quit using google at all okay it does not work and uh, and uh, and i'm also going to ask my people watching this on facebook they are they are muting and and about ready to kick me off facebook again right this time the page has forty-eight thousand followers so you need to move to Rumble, guys. If you're watching this on Facebook, please move to Rumble. It's Blessed to Teach, the Blessed to Teach show. Again, uh, again, the Blessed to Teach, blessed with the number two, teach.com. Please move to Rumble because Facebook I may not be on even in the next week or so. Um, and this show will never be shown again probably on Facebook. I'm fighting them now. We'll see what happens. But uh, this is what happens with censorship, and they're getting serious about censorship now. So please move to Rumble need you guys over there and and we need to support patriot platforms 
It's vital to train yourself, even if you're only good at, at Facebook. It is very easy to use Rumble. Okay. Um, so, more, so, so, so that that's a that is craziness, guys. And I just want to make sure that, that the, if there's sure if there's one topic that I want you to get really good at is building seven. Okay. So uh, that's the only thing you really need to talk to to about in uh, in and to get people thinking for themselves. How many towers fell? They'll say two. You say no. Have you ever seen seven? Have you seen the video where it was actually, and you basically grab that, that link from Yandex because you can't get it on Google, right? Or you'll get it in my show notes. And you basically forward that to your friends. That'll be a great wake-up call to get them thinking for themselves, right? Don't go to the 700 other things you can talk about, which will people, they'll think you're crazy and think you are a conspiracy theorist. Like for instance, that the planes were just, were, 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 were uh, they didn't really hit hit at all. It was explosions and it was just 3D stuff working on. That's, that's uh, maybe true, but it's, uh, but it's, 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 it's very uh, almost unbelievable for most people. They can't jump that far, but they can go see a video and see a free fall of a building that's 30 plus stories and, and understand that it was a controlled demolition and something went wrong there. There was a false flag involved here, okay? So that's part of why I, we have the, the Impactor for Truth course. You just go to blessedteach.com, hit the training tab, and you'll be trained on how to get really good at a few things to red pill your friends and wake them up, talk about the reliability of the Bible, talk about how uh, the, the gospel, how to bond with your friends and reestablish bonds. All this, uh, this course, this whole course, it's, uh, that's uh, an online course that you can take at your own pace is available there. It's a $300, $400 course that you can pay whatever you want for it. Just come in. We want don't want us to be an issue here. We want you to come in and, uh, and get educated and get really good at red-pilling your friends, getting really good at sharing God with your friends. But most importantly, the last part of the course is all about what's your calling and how God wants to use you. What's your gifts? What gifts can you ask for? How do you ask for new gifts? Um, I think you really enjoy the Impactor for Truth class. Again, at blessedteach.com. All right, here we go. Uh, look at this. This is Megan Kelly. Obviously, I thought she was controlled on opposition, but it makes you. I regret getting the vaccine, even though I'm a 52-year-old woman, because I don't think I needed it. I think I would have been fine. I'd got COVID many times, and I it was well past when the vac- vaccine was doing what it was supposed to be doing. Um, and then for the first time, I tested positive for an autoimmune issue at my annual physical. Mm. And I asked, I went to the best rheumatologist in New York, and I asked her, do you think this could have to do with the fact that I got the damn booster and then got COVID within three weeks? And she said, yes, yes, I wasn't the only one she'd seen that with. There you go. So um, my wife actually got rheumatoid arthritis after the, the shingles vaccine way back before all this happened and uh, was able to get rid of it by using a natural approach, right? Uh, while it's supposed to be an incurable disease, she doesn't even have it anymore. But she went to to, to rheumatoid uh, experts and foot doctors. She had hammer tore, all that type of stuff, guys. You can um, there's natural approaches for all this stuff. That's what we were learning at the the the. the uh, but big pharma cartel, the medical cartel, is a vicious animal controlled by these Luciferian Satanists that hate us, right? So make sure that you understand these Luciferian globalists and what they're trying to do to this world to depopulate it, including causing miscarriages, right? Dr. Arter showed the exact poison they were using that the uterine wall would actually cause um, miscarriages. That's our, that are part of the vaccines. 
we need to make sure that we are educating ourselves and thinking for ourselves and researching for ourselves and become the the uh, scientists of your own health, right? Understand all these natural ways to keep yourself healthy. Step four, Jesus walked and healed a, a blind man unearthed for the first time in 2,000 years. This is what I like about archaeology. It's part of the class about the impact of for truth. We teach about how to do tap, textual criticism, archaeology, prophecy, which are just the three real quick ways that you can tell people the Bible's reliable. We know what the original writers wrote. Everything else is a lie, and I show that through the science of textual criticism. Archaeology shows it's true history, and here's another example. It continues to show the Bible being correct and critics who are attacking the Bible to be wrong over and over again. So we know it's true history, and prophecy shows it's a supernatural book. So it's another real simple way that you'll learn in the Impactor for Truth class at blessedteach.com in the training tab. Right? So these are beautiful things. I just love it. When new archaeological discovery under steps of the Pool of Shalom. And there you see it right there. It's a great article. I'll have this in the show notes. Uh, but I have so much to go, go over. We need to continue. Secret Service agent who was with JFK on the day of assassination breaks silence with claim that blows up the magic bullet theory and suggests there was more than one shooter. There's no question what they present to you when you go to Dallas and you visit Dallas. You go to the sixth floor. That's the globalist false flag narrative. It's a propaganda and BS. Uh, we know there's multiple shooters. All the, the they they're still haven't let all the this details up, but we have plenty to know that there was a shooter in the grassy knoll. There's all kinds of information that are coming to show um, that uh, that that they, there was multiple shooters that day, and uh, it was not Lee Harvey Oswald. He was the patsy, and there was a reason why he was killed because they didn't want him speaking. Biden admits strikes deal with Iran to swap prisoners and release $6 billion in frozen funds. So here's, here's the Biden administration giving $6 billion to our enemies to create more nuclear weapons. This is how idiotic and showing that we have a puppet president trying to destroy us from within. Um, here's Trump on Truth Social saying our cities are being destroyed by the invasion of illegal migrants pouring into our country. The USA has become a laughing stock for the world to see. We don't have a president. We have a clown. Is that not true? It's a complete puppet is what we have. Hey, tomorrow night we have Arthur Pulowski coming on the show, and we need to lift him up in prayer because he has a sentencing. He's got in rid of every case because it was all a bunch of malarkey, right? And, and uh, he was able to, to fight every one of the cases, and they, they put him in jail for it. Now they put him on because he talked at the trucker's convoy. And he gave a motivational speech about them standing up for their rights. And now they're trying to use that as the last, that's the last thing they have. They're trying to hold on to this and they're trying to sentence him up to 10 years in prison. So we need to be lifting him up in prayer. We'll be interviewing him tomorrow night. Make sure you're on there. And then Scott Bennett will be here Wednesday. Uh, a military intelligence person and an on-fire believer. And I tell you what, he's going to be fun to interview. And then Clay Clark's going to be coming down. We've got Brian Artis moved to the 19th. And then we got... Aaron Antis going over um, the, uh, the parable of the sower. It's going to be a beautiful uh, a painting that's an authentic painting, uh, and, and uh, uh, you'll enjoy that. Mel Kay is coming on as well as Trey Smith with the Exodus movie, The God in a Nutshell. All that's coming up here soon on the Blessed Teach Show. Appreciate you guys uh, joining us on Tuesdays and Wednesdays when we have. You can be backstage, by the way, with all those people. So I'm going to go back to that just real quick. You can be backstage with all these people, not to mention backstage for, for word and worship and praise and prayer. 
We'd love to have you. There's a lot of other um, powerful things you can have on Backstage too. Remember that used to be $17.76 a month. People paid for years for that. Now it is on a pay-forward model. Many people are paying in for, why? Because they want you to come in for free, just like the Chosen movie, right? Come in for free, come and see the value of Backstage, become part of this ministry, you'll love it. Go to blessedteach.com, hit the Backstage tab. You can hit the Training tab, the Backstage tab, the Neighborhood tab. You can get, shout out for show notes. Everything's on blessedteach.com. Visit blessedwiththenumber2teach.com, including the store with all the Patriots uh, stores. And, um, and those natural ingredients of things like cardio miracle for your heart, all that stuff is on the store, all found from theblessedteach.com. You guys will really enjoy it. We made it very simple for you to get to everything that we want you to know about to empower you as Christian patriots, right? Joy Reid agrees, Christianity is a justification for slavery and genocide. I'm not going to play this because it's just ridiculous, but just shows you that these race baiters um, are useful idiots as, as what... Uh, what Saul Alinsky calls them, people who really believe just idiotic things, and they become enemies of the Bible, enemies of the Lord, right? And uh, MSNBC is obviously at the top of that list. I'm going to get into a Drew Green prophetic word right now um, that was given this morning and released this morning about a massive event is about ready to take place. So let's dig into that real quick. The children are mine, saith the Lord. Yes, they are mine. They are not the world's that they can belong to the world or the world system. No matter how much propaganda has come out, brainwashing, deceiving, and leading these children astray, whether they're young or whether they're older, doesn't matter their age, I'm going, I'm doing a reversal. Yes, I am. I'm doing a reversal of the damage that has been done. I'm restoring their minds. I am restoring bodies. I'm restoring families. I am restoring finances. I'm restoring the years. Lord, how do you restore years? My children, I will show you. Remember that I am Almighty God. Not even years, not even time can stop my restoration, can stop my healing powers through this earth and through your bodies. My children, stop saying about these younger generations that they're lost. Stop talking bad about each other. Stop talking bad about the things that you see or how you feel. Remember who I am. I am Elohim. I created this earth. Your enemies have done everything to stop this, to stop the cleansing, to stop the glory, to stop reversals or stop restoration. Your enemies have done everything to stop this great awakening, to stop my exodus. Nothing, and I mean nothing, will stop what I am doing. But guys, we can accelerate this by how? Speaking life and not death, right? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit, says Proverbs. Right. So make sure you're using the power of your tongue to speak life into people, life into this country. And you're going to speak death to who? To the cabal, to this globalist. Right. <laughs> That's what we need to do. Use the authority in Christ to use your tongue appropriately. This is my earth, not theirs. I am the judge, not them. My plans will go as planned, not theirs. How many examples do I have to put in my written word of who I am and what I do and what you should expect me to do in this time? I'm the beginning and I'm the end. I am in between. My children, remember these things. 
Nothing, nothing stops my hand. Nothing stops my plan. Nothing stops me. But again, guys, I think we can accelerate it if the, the body of Christ aligns with the head. And that means submitting to him and spending time with him and worshiping him. That's why we do word worship and praise and prayer. Four times a week gives you a time to just come and worship him and get closer to him. I'm the way. Yes, I'm the way. So look up now. Look up now. Stop looking down. Stop out of your stop having your heads held down in discouragement, disappointment, hopelessness, despair, fear, worry, anger, and with some rage. Remember who I am. I have not forsaken you. I have not failed. I'm allowing the enemies to do these things because they are about to take their ultimate fall. Their ultimate destruction is near. Yes, you will see it. One big, massive event unfolding right in front of your eyes. It'll be hard for you to believe what you're seeing. Woo! This is that great exodus event, I believe, guys. It could happen in one day. Their walls are coming down. Their walls are coming down. I've mentioned the Red Sea before, and I mentioned it again. You see what I did? Do you see what I did before? Do you see what I did for my children? Do you see what I did against their enemies of my children? I am stopping your enemies. The walls are falling in on them and they will not stay in their power. They will not stay in their positions. They will not stay where they are. No, they will not. I'm removing them. I'm restoring you. I just realized I was supposed to go to this other screen here where I could have a different uh, background and stuff. <laughs> Things are going to happen quicker now in a flash, speedily. Things are happening, happening, yes, you'll see bad, and yes, you'll see things looking like they are going in the wrong direction, and it discour will discourage some people. But not you, not the ones who are watching, not the ones who are patiently waiting, not the ones who are seeking my face. I will give you peace, joy, and rest that you have never known. Wow, that is just so similar to what the Lord's speaking to me right now. I'm going to, I'm going to read one of my prophetic words. Uh, uh, I don't even call them prophetic words. My time alone with God when I'm hearing God and wanting to instruct me in this ministry um, about how important it is to, to seek his face right now and get close to him. That's, what, that's the remnant he's going to use. That's the glory is going to flow through you. If you spend time with the Lord, if you in his word, you understand his word and you're listening to the Lord, worshiping him to get close to him. Whew. This last paragraph says, so stay focused on me this day and don't go astray. Don't look away. Not this day. I'm bringing a restoration, a restoration, a great restoration that includes your families, that includes your children, that includes all that you've lost. I'm restoring it all. Restoration. Restoration, that's who I am. I am restoration. So look to me. Look to me and receive this glorious and mighty victory, saith the Lord. Woo! That was just released this morning. Again, I just love how um, um, Julie's words are so focused on what our mindset needs to be to align with the head and see this happen. It's going to be real exciting. Here's the word. I think this was back on Friday, September 8th. I just posted this this morning I believe and um, I'm talking to God a little bit I'm gonna skip what I said to him but here's what here he started talking to me Rick keep walking with me each day you will see the rewards keep submitting to me and you and this ministry will be blessed 
You are one of many ministries I have put at the tip of the spear to teach truth and teach about the power and authority I have given my body. It's now time to activate this, this body. Woo! I will start to flow through each of you. All I need is submission, time, and obedience. It's starting to become very apparent who is with me and who has decided not to commit. All of my remnant, I speak to you now. Push off everything that is keeping you from putting me first. Listen to the words and scriptures associated with the song, First Things First. I'll remind me during praise and prayer. I'll make sure I get that, play that song again. It's our newest song. Beautiful, powerful lyrics linked to, to scripture. Reverse the desires now. It's part of that song talking about reverse your desires. Give them to the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart, but the right desires that are really going to make you happy. Come to me as clay and with total submission and watch me work through you. As you spend time alone with me, you will get very clear directions. That's, that's really what I think he's called me to do with this whole blog that I have on the neighborhood.social. So again, that's where that's the Facebook replacement where we all are. All the remnant is there that's a part of this ministry. Neighborhood.social. You can download it on your phone. You can download it on Google as well as your Apple Store. Um, but also you can put it on your your desktop, right? Or your laptop or your, or your tablet by going to neighborhood.social. And once you're on neighborhood.social, you'll be able to just go to the blogs and see the words I'm getting. And it trains you how to make sure you can spend time alone with the Lord and hear directly and get direction to make your path straight. But what do you have to do? Put him first. Reverse your desires. Come to him as clay and total submission. And as you spend time alone with him, he will give you very clear direction. Each of you have a different path. I have created you uniquely for this time. If you want to see me flow through you, then listen carefully to me. Worship me. Be in my word and get quiet with me. This is the time the enemy has feared. The control and distractions are not affecting the children that are listening to my voice. Isn't that really similar to what uh, Julie was told this, that she released this morning? It's like you're, she said something, something about how you're not what she say. It's not affecting you, right? It's just really cool. Not the ones who are patiently waiting and not the ones who are seeking my face, right? <laughs> Is that not just cool? Those that are getting closer to me that, than they ever have are at peace. They're spending time alone with them. Well, that's kind of eerie. I was going to go back to Julie's word from this morning. I will give you peace, joy, rest that you have never known. <laughs> Pretty cool. Um, this is a time the enemy has feared. I'm going to go back to this. Their control and distractions are not affecting the children that are listening to my voice. Those that are getting closer to me than they ever have are at peace. Those spending time alone with me are hearing from me. Don't doubt. Writing down what I'm saying is faith. Don't let those who question you keep you from going deeper with me. I will make your path very straight. All the weapons formed against you will fail only because you have my divine insight. It's not because of surface knowledge of my words. You are hearing me in your inner voice and you are putting me first. I am well pleased with you. Now continue to do this even on busy days. Continue spending time with me even when distractions hit you from every direction. It's even more important to listen to me when chaos hits you. This is when I 
walk you through dangerous traps from the enemy and you come out with zero consequences. However, this can only happen if you listen to me daily. I am speaking to you when you praise and worship. I am speaking to you when you read my word. I am speaking to you when you get quiet with me with no noise. Get quiet with me in a quiet space every day. Do not miss this time. It has to be first in your life. Prioritize, my children. Prioritize. I will amplify your time. I will remove time-consuming distractions. I will solve problems before you are even aware of many problems. What a great promise. However, I am not. if I am not prioritized and you are not listening, the enemy will take you off track and you will be consumed by distractions from many directions. This is why my remnant needs to focus on me like never before. I've prepared you for such a time as this. Focus, my children. Focus. You will be fine. Now learn this lesson. Just focus on my face and everything will become clear. Enjoy by seeing everything align in your life. Let me use you as a vessel. Amazing times are before you. Relax, enjoy, focus. Great will be your reward. Wow. All right, guys. That's just some powerful stuff. Um, I also just wanted to make sure you guys knew that after going to that reawaken tour uh boy i'm even more convinced that these insurance companies are going to lead you down a big pharma path for any major event you have it's way better <coughs> to look into having um oops just trying to make sure everybody's muted there it's a uh, way more important to have a christian sharing program that um will protect you with a major event where you can use natural approaches and natural doctors that the insurance companies won't cover. So again, go to sharehealthcare.com. If you put a slash Rick B2T at the end of it, and there, that, that's what you'll find in the, in the link down below, you'll be able to find um, how this program here and see how cheap this is compared to the Cabal insurance. Again, you can use it as supplemental insurance for Medicare. Uh, if, if you have a little bit of money that you can do that with, it'll, it'll, it'll allow you to get good care versus sick care. Medicare puts you right in sick care, right? It may be free. It's free for a reason because they want you in the cabal sick care system, right? So think about this for supplemental insurance. Think about it for, for replacing your regular insurance. If you own a company, think about going to share health care to offer to your employees. I know um, many I – I, I have a natural – Doc Dentist, right? One of the best in the country that was recommended to me. She does implants. She's like a more of a what do you call? It? I'm not sure what it's called when you're a, a not a you're a dentist that actually does surgeries of implants and stuff. Naturalist, beautiful person. She was at this conference. She came up to me and said, "Rick, I just switched to Share Healthcare, right? So if you have people like that switching, you know that this makes sense. Go to ShareHealthcare.com/RickB2T. When you sign up, make sure you hit the RickB2T code. All right, I'm going to get to a Bible study real quick, and then we're going to move to praise and prayer. Sorry for the length of this, but I just, I just, guys, this is an important time for us to be in the Word. And so I'm going to move over to uh, this view here. All right, nope, that's the wrong one. Where do I want to go? That's the interview one. I'm going to go over here to where I can teach from here. And I'm going to switch over to my uh, to talk about Revelation. So this is Revelation chapter 21. Uh, I'm sorry, no, 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 Revelation chapter 19. We did 18 Sunday, right? So I'm going to do a quick Bible study now, and then we'll get into word and worship. 
guys, this is a beautiful time to just lift up the Lord um, and remind me I'm going to move. I'll just do that right now. I'm going to go find um, first things first and make sure I pull that up um, into one of the first songs that we listen to tonight after the Bible study, okay? Um, in fact, I might call it audible. Let's go listen to this. Let's go listen to first things first and we'll come back to the Bible study. Okay, a little bit like word and worship. So let's go listen to this. This is a beautiful song. Oh, I forgot to enable my uh, pictures from backstage, so I'm gonna have to do that. Everybody's gonna have to agree to be broadcast in order for this to work, but I'm gonna enable this now. So you guys should get a bunch of messages to say, I'm, but let's, let's, let's listen to this song and see what scripture it's attached to. First things first, I seek your will, not my own. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and this will, these things will be added to you. Matthew 6.33 Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. How beautiful that is. Psalm 119.105 This is about putting the Lord first in your life. Everybody uh, backstage, please hit um, you're okay with it. Otherwise, it's not going to show everybody up here. <laughs> so if you wouldn't mind hitting the okay button on that. Right, right now it's not going to work until that happens. I should have done that way earlier. To live the truth, walk your ways, and all my desires reverse. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. By the way, if you're on, if you're on uh, Facebook, this is going to not show the music. Right? Just FYI. So uh, please, please uh, come to Rumble. Right? Oh, there it goes. So people are hitting OK, so now people are coming on screen. Thank you. Um, then I'm going to come back to this a little bit. So this uh, this is point that Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except for me. And the world is passing away uh, along with his desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. Woo! It says also, all things I held dill, I want to do if they all disappeared. Riches and fame never satisfy the what would I gain if I if, if the soul's my price, right? This is, uh, do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth. Lay up treasures in heaven, Matthew 6, 19. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul, Matthew 16, 26. I don't want to love what the world loves or chase what the world does. Do not love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And it says, For even one who has been born of God overcomes the world. That's John, 1 John 5, 4. Just tons of scripture. How important it is to put first things first. All the things that I've held dear The vanities that whispered in my ear What would I do if they all disappeared? And all that they could buy I've come to find they never satisfied What would I gain if my soul's a prize? I don't want to love what the world loves I don't want to chase what the world does I only want you
kingdom's all I wanna see one more shout to the Lord um, tell you what beautiful uh, and I don't know if a ne I just noticed Elizabeth came on I don't know if you want to read this if you have to have time or not or if you have ready to go or not <laughs> oh it's too small for me no I'm sorry I'm sorry Elizabeth from Australia I know she loves to read I'm sorry I would love to no, read that's okay. but a little Elizabeth, bit too small can Elizabeth, can Elizabeth do it yeah, I can do it. Good morning, okay. morning, beautiful people. Morning, Good morning. morning. Good morning. Shout to the Lord. All the earth let us sing. Clap your hands, all peoples. Shout to God with loud songs of joy. Psalm 47, 1. Mountains, bow down, and the seas will roar at the sound of your name. All the earth worships you and sings praises to you. They sing praises to your name. Psalm 66 4 so that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth Philippians 2 10 can't wait for that day my comfort my shelter he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty Psalm 91 1 and finally tower of refuge and strength 
Thank you, Lord, for that. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I, for you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. I can't quite see the scripture. So that's Psalm 64, I think. Sorry. Can't quite see that scripture. Yeah, it's okay. I'm I'm trying to adjust my camera so it's not Psalm sixty one two. There you go. All right, I just got I got my camera out of the way now. So that doesn't do that. Alright. So I'm gonna move this so I don't get my head cut off later. Hey Facebook people, I'm gonna have to kill this now because um, again they're they're trying to kick me off Facebook for playing this music even though I have a license with a CCLI Streaming Plus license. But I just want to let you know I'm uh, stopping Facebook now. Come to Rumble. Bless to teach on Rumble. Love y'all.
Wow, beautiful, beautiful music. I'm going to dig into Revelation 19. And we're going to kind of scream through this because it's a long chapter with a lot of teaching. So I'm going to kind of go a little quick because I want to get back to just uh, just, just uh, worshiping the Lord and get some praise reports and then pray for you. So if you have prayer requests, uh, please get them in on Rumble. We don't have a lot of activity in the chat on Rumble. So I'm asking you to please get over to that live chat, even if you're on a, on a, a big screen TV, you can use your phone and get back on Rumble there and go to live chat. We'd love to hear from you, what your prayer requests are, what you're, what, what you're praising the Lord for, all that type of stuff. Or just come backstage, it's the easiest way. Get your account, come backstage, you'll be on Zoom. You can do that on your laptop, you can do it on your mobile, you can do it on your, your, your uh, tablet all those things um, and come back uh, here. <laughs> Somebody's got a die, has got a funny uh, character up on a Zoom. So you have a lot of fun on Zoom, chatting with each other, etc. as well. Um, yeah. all, all right, so here we go. We got um, Revelation chapter 19. Um, again, this is the last part where Jesus comes back and and takes out all his enemies, right? And so it's a, and then we get into this new heaven and new earth and exciting things after this, guys. So, <laughs> but this is the culmination of uh, the end of, uh, I believe, the final battle of Armageddon and the whole earth. Uh, but let's dig into this right now. Okay, it says, after this, I heard what seemed to be a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven crying out, Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God, for his judgments are true and just. For his, he has judged the great prostitute who corrupted the earth with her immorality and has avenged on her blood of the servants. Once more they cried out, Hallelujah! The smoke from her goes up forever and ever. And the 24 elders, this is the Babylon, Babylon going down completely. That was the prostitute in Babylon, that great city. So all the wealth and the, and the craziness, all the people that had the beast and served the beast. Um, now they're going to come in and try to literally take out the the the, the, the Lord himself. <laughs> it's not going to work real well for them, is it? And the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshiped God who was seated in the throne saying, Amen, Hallelujah. And from the throne came a voice saying, Praise our God and you, his servants, you who fear him, small and great. And this is the marriage supper of the Lamb here. Then I heard what seemed to be a voice of the great multitude, like the roar of many waters, and like the sound of mighty pearls of thunder, crying out, Hallelujah! For the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice, exult, and give him glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and the bride has made herself ready. It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure. For the, the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. So we're wretched up in our righteous deeds, but guess where that righteous deeds come from? They come from the life of Christ, right? So that's why we have to be saved by him. And we have to be this bride without spot or blemish. We're getting ready. We're the body of Christ getting ready for that. And we got some work to do, as I've talked about quite a bit, about if you go to joshuaproject.net, you'll see all these people groups we haven't even hit yet. We've got a lot of work to do as the bride of Christ to get ready for this. And the angel said to me, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the lamb. And he said to me, these are the true words of God. Then I fell down to his feet to worship him. But he said to me, you must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers who hold to the testimony of Jesus. Worship God 
For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Obviously, for we should be serving only uh, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, right? The true God. And uh, we don't worship angels. We don't worship men, right? We don't worship Trump. We worship the Lord who's doing all this through Trump, right? Um, then I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. The one sitting on it is called Faithful and True, and the righteous as he judges and makes war. So this is not the white horse of the um, seal, right? Which was clearly um, came in as a first seal, right? It's not that white horse because this white, in my opinion, there are some people that actually think that, but they go back. If you go back and look at it, it's completely different. This is clearly Christ here because you'll see it. He's faithful and true. And in righteousness, he judges and makes war. Remember, only God judges, right? His eyes are like a flame of fire, and on his head are many diadems, and he has a name written that no one knows but himself. He is clothed in a robe dipped in blood, and the name by which he is called the Word of God. That's just showing us Jesus right there for sure, right? Because he's the Word. In the beginning there was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And John 14 gets into the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, right? So that is the word of God, is Jesus. And he and he and the armies of heaven, aired in fine linen, white and purple, were following him on white horses. From his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. He will tread the winepress of the flurry, of the, the fury of the wrath of God, the Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh, he has a name written, King of King and Lord of Lords. Another example just showing you this is clearly Jesus in the final battle of Armageddon. Right, as we talked about a little bit in chapter 17 and 18, and now we're seeing the culmination of it in chapter 19. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun, with a and with a loud voice he called to all the birds that fly directly overhead. Come gather for the great supper of God to eat the flesh of kings and flesh of captains, the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses and their riders, and the flesh of men, both free and slave, both small and great. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth with their armies gathered to make war against him who was sitting on the horse and against his army. Now this is pretty stupid. You know, it's one thing about attacking the Israelites, right? <laughs> that had God behind them. But now you literally have Jesus out front and you're going to attack the King of Kings, right? This is what I believe is actually going to be a physical war. Many people think this is all um, in, um, you know, symbolism. But I believe it's going to be a physical war at the end. And the beast was captured and with all its false prophets in its, in its presence. So the beast was captured. And with it, the false prophet who in its presence has done the signs by which he deceived those who had received the mark of the beast and those who had worshipped the image. So here's this huge, huge army behind this beast and the false prophet. They've all been marked with the, with the, with the 666 right on their forehead or here. And they pretty much will not repent. All right? They've pretty much given their soul to Satan at this point in time. These two were thrown into the lake of fire that burns with sulfur and the rest were slain by the sword that came from the mouth of him who was sitting on the horse and all the birds were gorged with their flesh now basically um that is what this supper is right so so that we had that we talked about here the marriage supper of the lamb we get married married into the supper is 
this judgment that comes on them. So pretty rough chapter. And we're going to go through this a little bit more verse by verse, but I wanted to get into a little bit more music first. And um, this whole song of Revelation is talked a lot about here in this beautiful song, Revelation Song. Worthy is a lamb who was slain. This is what happened in Revelation chapter 5. We studied, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And we see, sing a new song to him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. Remember, the mercy seat is um, in the Old Testament was in the Holy of Holies on the ark. It says, The four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb and they sang a new song. Revelation 5, 8 through 11. But in Exodus, we see in the Old Testament, in verse 25, it says, You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold, and you shall put the mercy seat on the top of the ark. There I'll meet you. So once a year, they'd meet, meet people at the mercy seat of, of the Lord, right? But now we have a high priest. In Hebrews 9, it talks about it. But when Christ appeared as a high priest, he entered once for all into the holy places. That's why that curtain that was there, that huge curtain that was four inches thick, ripped from bottom to top. Because we now have access through Jesus into the holy of holies. That's just crazy if you think about it. Only one person, the high priest, could go in there once a year. Now we have access to him 24-7. Are you kidding me? What a huge blessing to just think about that privilege. So again, by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. That's why this is a better covenant. We're in the new covenant. This mystery of the church is a beautiful time where we can come directly to the Father. And that's why he wants to align his body so that he can do amazing things through us. And Satan's trying to confuse us and take us out of that calling. It says, who was and is and is to come. Revelation 1.8 says, I am the Alpha and Omega, says the Lord God, who is and was and who is to come, the Almighty. And that's what we worship here in Revelation song, this beautiful song about the Almighty. Thank you, Lord.
living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb and they sang a new song. slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Christ appeared as a high priest, he entered once and for all into the holy places by means of his own blood, thus securing eternal redemption. Christ appeared as a high priest, he entered once and for all the holy places by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth. I don't know how I got muted on um, Zoom. The good news is I wasn't muted everywhere else. That's wild. All right, guys. Wow. Some powerful songs. Let's do one more. Here I am to worship, and then we'll get into a little bit more 19. 
Um, let's see. I don't know if uh, I don't think it, Elizabeth is there. Elizabeth, do you want to try this one? <laughs> I think Di was happy to read Rick. So. Okay, Di, do you want to do this one? Got England. Oh yes, because this is one of my favorites. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. From John 8, verse 12. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. And Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. From John 20 verse 28 you're altogether lovely altogether worthy worthy are you our Lord and God to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they existed and were created from Revelation 4 11 and my favorite line of all and the one that hits me always the most mm -hmm. I'll never know how much it cost See my sin upon that cross for even the son of man came not to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many mark 10 verse 45 beautiful so it's time to just bow down worship him let him know that he's our god oh well he's altogether worthy here we are to worship him
Worthy are you, Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things. love these songs oh my goodness I could do this for a couple hours every day <laughs> and probably keep going after after we're done right this is uh, just love this so you have some songs that just touch your heart let us know songs that really bring you close to the Lord as well as to scripture those are the songs we're looking for and um, we'll t put them on the list and prioritize them and um, you get a bunch of people praying about what we need to do, but uh, I'm going to go back to chapter 19 of um, Revelation and dig into it a little bit more. Verse 1 uh, goes into hallelujah right here, right? And again, that comes back to in Hebrew, um, it was more of uh, Lord, please save us. But when we see this in Greek, it's really a compound word that's broken to two. Hallelujah, meaning a joyous praise and song. And Yah refers to Yahweh as uh, put together. We joyfully praise God in, in song. It's like, thank you, Lord, for, for saving us. And one of my favorite is Psalms 95, 1, that says, Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. That's what they're singing here. This is hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Um, verse 3, this talks uh, gets into a little bit on the... Um, as, as we dig into some other things, I like to just kind of relate to other areas where it said, once more I cried out, hallelujah, the smoke from her goes up forever and ever. So this is the judgment, right, that we see. And we see a lot, some of this uh, back in that Old Testament as well. So here we see in Isaiah 34:10, night and day, this is what it's talking about, tire, that, that, night and day, it shall not be quenched. Its smoke shall go up forever. From generation to generation it shall lie waste. None shall pass through it forever and ever. This is the huge judgment you'll see that will happen to God. This is, no, this is the judgment of the nations. I'm sorry. Um, so this is the judgment of the nations. So this is where some people start coming back and they're saying, oh, well, this is talking about, now when it's talking about Babylon, it's talking about really all the political powers, all the, the, the religious powers of the world at this point in time are all being judged versus just one big city, right? So it kind of depends on if you have this symbolic look at things or you have this more literal futuristic look at things. Um, but again, again, I just love to teach different viewpoints and show how this all kind of ties back to Old Testament scriptures as well. Now when we go start digging through here a little bit more, um, when we get to verse 7, this starts talking about the let us rejoice and exult and give him glory for the marriage of the Lamb has come. And if, I don't know, Gus wants to unmute, he could probably talk a little bit about this. This is just beautiful. I'm going to show you where this is in some other scripture. Like if I go back to verse 7 and the marriage in Isaiah, and that we see this, 
where it says, For your maker is your husband. The Lord Almighty is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. He is called the God of all the earth. The Lord will call you back. And if you were wife deserted and distressed in spirit, the wife who married young only to be rejected says your God, for a brief moment I abandon you, but I, with deep compassion I will bring you back. So you can see here is all the way back in Isaiah 54, it's talking about this marriage relationship. And you see in Hosea, where it's talking about betrothing, where it says, Hosea 2.19 says, I will betroth you to me forever. I will betroth you in righteousness and justice, in love and compassion. So you can see he uses marriage as a, as a description of what's going on. And you'll see this also in Matthew, when it talks about the parable of the wedding feast, it clearly says at the beginning here, though a kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. Right, so we have that parallel, and then in Ephesians we see a little bit about this as well. In, uh, first uh, verses 31 and 32 of chapter five. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I'm saying that refers to Christ in the church. So Christ in the church, this 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 wedding feast at the end is a vital part of uh, what um, this revelation is pointing to in these last times when this earth is passing away and we come to the final part about this the beautiful part of it is is that the bride of christ and the bridegroom is going to have the marriage of the lamb it's going to be beautiful and i don't know gus if you even are a place where you can talk but i know this is one of your favorite topics that he talks about frequently on uh on uh, when we, we were teaching on the book of John. Gus, do you have anything on that? <laughs> well, just that if you study the whole Bible, it's really a continuous story of Jesus Christ and our relationship to him. And it's like our God is so huge, so big, it takes all of the inhabitants of earth, the seed of Adam, male and female, to submit to his authority in this marriage is the God is love. Why anybody would want to resist love is, is is crazy. But in the end, we're all one. It's all about our God is one. He's seeking a family. He was married to the Hebrews in the Old Testament. And in a sense, he died in Christ because he could only remarry in the case of the death and the last will and testament is only active once once the uh, the other party is deceased so in the old testament he came here sacrificed himself for us it's the ultimate love story so that he could free us from the sin of this world fill us with his light make us all one because in light there are no shadows in him there is no shadow turning we're all one it's a beautiful glorious thing that's the target of everybody that's what we're striving to be in relationship with him where we're all one if you ever truly loved another soul in your life men out there if you had a woman that you truly loved that that feeling nothing compared to the love of God and the love of Christ mm-hmm. or a woman if you knew somebody and just really felt that love that's what the whole Bible is truly all about is our coming together with him and it's just I mean, Disney's got nothing on this (laughs) as far as uh, the love stories that they have. God, they're they're all copying 
this story, which is the story of all time. Uh, God's creation being married to him through his birth. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah, awesome. Awesome. You cut out a little bit there at the end, but it's like this is what it's all about, guys. It's the marriage of the Lamb has come. And we as the bride are making ourselves ready for him, right? That is why we want to get closer than ever to our Lord and Savior here over these next few months especially because big things are going down, guys. Big things are going down. And we are just to clothe ourselves with fine linen, bright and pure. The only way we do that is submission to him because his blood just covers our sins completely. And then uh, just like um, what we say in, oh, I have to bring that up. It's just uh, our, our sins are becoming white as snow. So if you go to Isaiah, one of my favorite new memory scriptures uh, is uh, A-I-A-H 1.18. So if you go to Isaiah 1.18. Yeah, sorry, you're yeah, you're still you're still cutting out a little bit, Gus. But what we have here is it says, "Come now, let us reason together." Right? It's what it, what it says in the NIV. This says, "Come now, let us settle the matter." Says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they will be white as snow. Though they red as crimson, they will be like wool. So though your sins are going to go away, they're going to be like wool. They're going to be white as snow, and we are going to be in this these beautiful garments, uh, this fine linen. And the righteous deeds of Christ, really, which is going to be us, because uh, because we are we are in Him now, and we are going to have this these clothes of bright and pure. How beautiful is that? That is what the beautiful part about this piece of chapter 19 is all about, and something that we can just celebrate. And this is what I want to go into celebration through Hosanna in the highest, um, just like they did on Palm Sunday and what they were doing at this point in time, right? Uh, it says here. Hosanna! Well, I'm going to give this to somebody else that wants to do this. Does Elizabeth want to do this one, or somebody else want to do it, or die? Either one of you. Happy to do it. Okay, go ahead. Hosanna, Hosanna! Eyes, hearts, and hopes are turning to you. We long for you. Oh, we sure do. And the crowds are shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Matthew two twenty one nine. We find strength to face the day. In your presence, all our fears are washed away. Yes, it's a new day for me here. That according to his riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being. I take that one. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians 3.16. You are the God who saves us, worthy of all our praises. He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. 1 Peter 1 3. Amen. So let's do just that. Let's worship the Hosanna. Jesus rising, eyes are turning to you. We turn to the day in your 
to be born again to a living hope. Bless is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna to the highest. I'm going to get into, before we get into that, uh, I'm going to move over to just finishing up this chapter. And if anybody wants to give a praise report, please get your prayer request in on uh, the live chat. Um, I see, let me see if I have missed some of this. Uh, people are talking here. 
America is a covenant nation with God, praying for a great revival and turning back to God. Thank you so much. Uh, you're exactly right. That is exactly what's going to be happening here. Just a couple other things I wanted to cover here in this chapter 19 I thought was interesting. Um, if you look at verse 10 where it says here, um, then I fell down at his feet to worship him, but he said to me, you know, must not do that, right? This is a, something that we see also here in um, ta- Acts 10, where you see when Peter entered, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshiped him. So if this ever happens to you, no matter how much God's using you and God's glory is flowing through you, what are you supposed to do if somebody starts worshiping you, right? But Peter lifted it up saying, stand up, I too am a man, right? Just like the angels are saying, no, don't worship me. I'm a, I'm a co-servant worshiper of, of Jesus, right? Uh, it's important that we don't ever uh, um, let other people worship us because there's a one person to worship, and that is Jesus himself. And then if you look, um, if we get in here, this is interesting where it says, um, you know, worship God, he tells them. He says, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. This is interesting. A lot of people have different interpretations of this, but I think that the, the context is clearly don't worship any man, don't worship an angel, don't worship any being except for the one God, right? The Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. That's who we should be worshiping and only be worshiping. And uh, I think the, the message of the testimony given by Jesus is the essence of true prophecy. This was a, uh, one of the examples that was reading about this. Jesus is the word, and no prophecy comes to us except through him, ultimately pointing to God as the source of all true prophecy. Jesus is the source of the communication. He alone is worthy of worship, right? So I think that's a, 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 I thought that was pretty powerful. And if you look at verse 11 here, again, you see Jesus doing this. Um, uh, again, it's not the, the horse of 6-2 of, of um, because that's really a, a judgment coming down, right? Where here, here this is the final judgment and that specific one. Let's go look at 6-2. I haven't seen it in a second in a while. Revelation, it's been several months since we did that. 6-2 ESV gateway. And we'll see why I believe that this is, most people believe this is a different a different. I look and behold a white horse and its rider had a bow and a crown was given him and he came out conquering and to conquer. So most of these horses are judgments that are happening, right? That are happening. So most of them are angels, not as powerful as the Lord. So I think it's a different one um, if, you, if you look at that. And then let's get a little bit into verse 14. When we look here, it says, And the armies of heaven are arrayed in fine linen, white and pure, were following him on a white horse. So that's interesting. Different interpretations of this as well. Um, but this could literally be us, right? As, um, uh, as well as angels uh, fighting as part of the army of the, of the Lord coming together. They will make war on the land. This is back in Revelation 17. Um, a couple of weeks ago we studied. They will make war on the land and the lamb will conquer them. For the Lord of Lord and King of Kings and those with him are called chosen and faithful. Well, we're the, probably the chosen and faithful here, right? So the Lord's winning the battle, obviously, with his sword from his mouth and everything, but we're there with him. We get to participate in this uh, day of, of conquest uh, and, uh, and, and 
that is one thing that I think is just beautiful about this. Lord wants it, even though we have zero power compared to Him. If we submit to Him, let Him use us. We get to we get to see Him use us and feel the power through Him and be able to bless others and be able to take down enemies as well, our enemies, with the authority and power of Jesus' name. How beautiful is that? And uh, with that, let's get into some more music. And then after this song, we'll ask anybody that wants to give a praise report. Love to hear praise reports. It's so beautiful. If you have a praise report, type it into Rumble, or you can come uh, backstage and let us know. Uh, we'd love to have you backstage to give the praise report, right? So that song uh, was Hosanna. Uh, we're going to get into a beautiful song about opening the eyes of our hearts now. And I'm trying to get uh, Gus and Linda up here as well. But uh, let's see. Anybody else want to read this this time? And we have some readers up there. Di, do you have, are you still there? I'm, I'm sure still so. here. All right. Yeah. Will you mind taking this one? Sure. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you. From Ephesians 1.18a. To see you high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory. For thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabit eternity, whose name is holy, from Isaiah 57:15a. And he, Jesus, was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his garments became as white as light, from Matthew 7, verse 2. Pour out your power and love. And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe? According to the working of his great might, from Ephesians 1.19. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love, from 1 John 4, verse 8. As we sing, holy, 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 Holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. From Isaiah 6, verse 3b. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord, God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Revelations 4, verse 8b. Ooh, thank you. Let's just open the eyes of our heart to the Lord.
lifted up. Elizabeth, do you want to do this one? All the saints and angels, they bow before your throne. All the elders cast their crowns before the Lamb of God and sing. The four and twenty elders fell down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne. Revelations 4.10 for from you are all things, and to you are all things. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you have created all things, and for your pleasure they were created. In Revelations 4.11 Day and night, night and day, let incense arise. Far from the rising of the sun, even to its setting, my name will be great among the nations. And in every place, incense is going to be offered to my name. Malachi 1.11 Beautiful. Remember those, the incense is the prayers of the saints. Day and night, let those prayers rise. Of God and see 
know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Uh, Psalms 46.10 Day and night, night and day, let your prayers.
Okay, now we're going to get into some praise reports. I, I know, Jeremiah, I know you had your hand up there for a while and also um, die, but uh, Jeremiah, do you still have something? Yeah, I've got one for you, Rick. I was uh, just uh, wanting to tell you guys about my uh, my daughter. She's been uh, arguing with me about what church to go to. You know, I like one because he talks about all kinds of stuff, you know, whether it's politics or whatever. He doesn't. This is on Sunday, of course prefer your church uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> on Sundays when I take the family out you know uh, you know there's this church in town and he's not scared to talk about anything and I really enjoy that you know but the girls my wife and my daughter they complain that you know they don't really have a good children's program so they kind of forced me to go to this other church and you know I think the guy you know he's a uh, you just straight out of the Bible, you know, that, to me, he's a little bit scared to talk about a few things, but, you know, I just grin and bear it, you know, as long as my brothers are going to church, you know, and the guys are good preachers, you know, I'm just, you know, I don't, I don't tend to argue too much, even though I do make my opinion, you know, known, uh, but, uh, my daughter's been taking one of her friends to church, and, uh, let's see if I can pull up this, well, uh, we didn't sit together this week, uh, because my daughter had, as soon as we walked in, she met her friend, and she took off to go sit with her. And then after the sermon, me and my wife were just sitting there holding hands and, you know, getting ready to, uh, you know, just sitting there worshiping and stuff. And then out of the corner of my eye, I see my daughter grab her friend, and they go up. Wow. <laughs> and How cool. And they get friends together, you know. She drug her friend up there with her, and it was just... That's awesome. You know, it was just awesome. And then, you know, I didn't want to ask her what she prayed for. It's her business. I didn't, I didn't ask her, didn't, you know. But I did show her the picture. And I was like, hey, I saw you up there taking your friend up there. Mm -hmm. I'm real proud of you for doing it. You know, and I said, your friend, you know, really... She liked it so much that that was her second time she had went. The second time she went, she took her whole family. Okay. So I thought that love was really cool. And how old? How old is? How old is your daughter again? She's thirteen. Thirteen. That's awesome. It's really cool, man. Really cool. And uh, she told me what she prayed for. Uh huh. I don't mind sharing it. You know, she said that she prayed that they would be a, a good influence on each other. Uh, that's awesome. That is awesome. God's blessing you for getting in there. <laughs> Your God, God's blessing you for getting in there to church. And uh, that's awesome. 13-year-olds could be led so astray. It's awesome that she's actually going up for prayer with her friend. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Jeremiah. What a huge blessing. Yeah, those are huge praise reports when we see our family getting closer to the Lord, right? That is just beautiful. Um, die, go ahead. And then we'll go with Elizabeth. Yeah, there was a Thursday or Friday. 
I actually lost, and I didn't work it, figure it out until I got in the shower. My cross that I normally wear had come off, and I'd lost it somewhere during the day. This is not the one. Mm -hmm. So, in my usual nightly prayer that I write in my book, I asked the Lord's help, and in one of our groups over the weekend, we prayed over it as well. And I'd emailed out the couple of places I'd been during that day. Yes, it was Thursday I lost it. Then Friday I went to the to one place where I'd been, and they hadn't found it. So I emailed the other. Today I looked in my email inbox, and there was an email there saying we found your crucifix, but sadly not the chain. And I'm like. Hallelujah! Praise mm. God. <laughs> even though the cro even though the chain's missing, I'm not that fussed about that. But the cross, uh. my crucifix has been found, so I'm hoping I hope hopefully we'll go and retrieve that tomorrow. And ah. this one, which I got at the weekend after service yesterday, I got my um, vicar to to bless it for me as well. So hopefully this one will stay put. <laughs> yeah, all right. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. That's the. That's just beautiful. That means my crosses mean so much more to much to me as well. So Elizabeth, yeah. Elizabeth, go ahead. Yeah, mine's um, a little bit tech techno. Mm -hmm. um, I I just woke up yesterday. Um, I'm just trying to get. I was actually reading a bit of uh, Kevin Hagen's um, The Believer's Authority. Yeah, love that book. And um, but. Sorry, my dogs are fighting. Um, but I kept having this uh, the song in my head, all in all, you are my all in all. And I woke up prior to reading this with, with a pain in my foot. And um, it was so funny because what I was reading when I got to here, it says, um, it, it says, we need to realize this, let's wake up. We may have to change our way of praying and get after the devil. I did. It won't hurt you to change. It's good for you. We have authority to do this. We're sitting at the right hand of the Father, far above principalities and powers. If we're far above them, then we have authority over them. And so it says, and has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head of all things of the church, the feet and the members of the body, feet are members of the head, which is the, his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. And I was like, oh Lord, I've had that song in my head. That's crazy. And so, but what he said about um, about the feet um, was so funny because he was just saying that John uh, Macmillan pointed out how wonderful to know that the least members of the body, those who are the very soles of the feet, the little toenail or the little toe, are far above the mighty forces we have been considering. And so following that, um, still had the pain in my foot all day I was fighting it all day and then I decided to set up my printer because I'm using it to do sublimation to print t-shirts and stuff you know with scriptures and things like that on and um, all day I was trying to set that up and that decided not to work either so I was just like I've got a pain in my foot God's promises my printer's not working what am I gonna do so I kept praying I kept fighting I kept pushing through and I had a lovely brother in the Lord that was encouraging me and praying because by the end of the day, it was just like, mm. is this ever going to happen? Um, and praise God, I woke up this morning, no pain in my foot. Awesome. And I was able to set my printer up just like that. 
All right, that's using the authority in Christ, like we're supposed oh, to be. Oh man, but it took a whole day of battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it sounds minor, but it just shows to me that you've just got to push through and keep believing and keep yeah. pushing and keep mm. believing. And, you know, because I really wanted this printer to work. My other one took 10 seconds to set up, but this one, oh my goodness. Mm. But I think I, I did actually give it a holy slap. I must admit, a holy ghost slap. I did <laughs> Good. Kind of do that. I think that helped too. So, yeah. Praise God, hey. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And that's why we have praise reports every uh, Monday and Thursday because we just want to hear what God's doing in people's lives. And that it seems some of these things may seem small. Some of them are huge. Um, but it is uh, important to, to just be worshiping the Lord. We have a couple of prayer requests, too, we'll get to after another song. Um, but, uh, Dottie, do you have something else? Yeah, I just wanted to say I agree with Elizabeth. If anybody hasn't read The Believer's Authority, there is so, so much power in that book. If you haven't got it, haven't read it, go and yeah, get it. Yeah, that's you a great point. You will learn so much. Yes, no no question. And I just, I just love this, how we have we have Annette from Sweden on here, uh, way late in her time. We have Di from England, I think uh, late your time too, I think real early in the morning, um, Annette. and. So appreciate everybody. This has become a kind of an international ministry in many ways. And obviously a lot of people from the U.S. are on here as well. Gus was on in Charlotte and um, Jeremiah and Di Holly, I see coming on. Linda's here. So Kimberly, we appreciate you guys so much. Just wanted to let you know. And a lot of other people with their cameras off with uh, Gloria and um, who else? Lorde, so Monique, Monique. Um, Pam, we just appreciate everybody that's coming backstage now. We want to invite you to come backstage as well. Remember, it used to be seventeen seventy-six a month because of all the value you have with being able to be backstage on Zoom with all those Christian patriots on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Also have an access to the searchy tool to be able to find all the prophetic words of Julie Green and Amanda Grace and others um, and see them find the exact word you're searching on to find those prophecies and actually have them read them to you. It's just awesome. And many other things, especially with uh, the, uh, everything's recorded if you miss it, but uh, the praise and prayer and the, the word and worship, all of it can be found on just going to blessedteach.com, go to the backstage tab. Blessedteach.com, go to the backstage tab. We'd love to have you as part of this mystery. You can don't have to have your camera on. Um, we love it when we get more people back here giving praise reports. Um, given uh, and being prayer warriors too, some some uh, will so we'll, we'll lift those up as well. And so uh, right after one more, a couple more songs, we're going to pray and then end the broadcast. If you have your prayer requests, let's get those in. Um, we're going to be praying for Connie here in a second, and then we'll be praying for any other prayer requests that come in. Praying, we'll also be praying uh, for the 9/11 victims and what happened there, and just the ex that that's going to be exposed. Um, so that's that's gonna be a big point of that. So let's, let's get into a couple more songs, and then we'll get into a deep prayer. Here is another beautiful song called Grace. I think it's a die's turn if you don't mind, and then and Nick do the next one if you guys are still want to alternate. Mm -hmm. Your grace is enough. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. From Corinthians twelve nine a. Great is your faithfulness, you lead us by still waters. His mercies never come to an end, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, Lamentations 3 verse 23. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters, from Psalm 23 verse 2. 
Remember your people. Remember your promise. Remember your promise to me. It is my only hope. Your promise revives me. It comforts me in all my troubles. Psalm 119 verses 29 through 50. Great is your love and justice, God. For great is your love, reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Psalm 57 verse 10. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all those who wait for him. From Isaiah 30 verse 18b. Woo, awesome. His grace is enough. Let's sing about that.
Beautiful. So, Elizabeth, you mind reading this one for Graves of Guards, and then we'll get to some prayer before we end tonight. Awesome. Lord, there is nothing better than you. You're the only one who can. That you may know that there is no one like the Lord our God. Exodus 8.10 I count everything as lost because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Philippians 3.8 You turn my mourning into dancing. And you give beauty for ashes. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. Psalm 30.11 And you felt my foot. <laughs> to give beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. Isaiah 61.3 You turned bones into armies. So I prophesied and behold a rattling. And the bones came together. And the breath came into them. And they lived and stood on their feet. An exceedingly great army. Ezekiel 37.7-10 And you turned seas into highways. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord drove the sea back and the people of Israel went to the midst of the sea on dry ground. Exodus 14, 21-22. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, I awesome. just love, I just love how Jesus talks about you turn seas into highways. Just think about that. <laughs> Talk about the Red Sea. You turn bones into armies. Talk about that rattling of Ezekiel. What a beautiful song. Let's celebrate with graves in the gardens. And 
different praise in this house. Woo! Give them beauty for ashes, that you may know that there is no one like the Lord your God. All right. Okay, we're going to get into some prayers. So if you have prayer requests, make sure you get them into the rumble and or into backstage, right? So if anybody would like to pray, keep your camera on and let me know if you have your camera on and you don't want to pray. But I think we just have a few. So um, let me know if there's anything backstage I missed because I haven't seen anything. So just let me know. But uh, let's uh, start. I just know so many prayer warriors on here. Um, I know Glory we haven't had for a while. Maybe I'll have Glory do this one that we have from rumble. It's Connie. See if I can make sure I've got this right, Connie. You've been waiting a while. Thank you for being, uh, um, Connie. Thank you for being a little, little uh, patient with us. Please pray for my daughter who is facing major surgery for tumors and lesions in the liver. Lesions in the liver. Would you please pray for that, Gloria? Wow, mm. wow Father, this is always such a report, Father. It comes from the doctor, Father, that just really, really can put a lot of fear into the into the person and into the family, Father. So first of all, Father, I just pray against that spirit of fear. Father, that <clears throat> we just find the spirit of fear and we just ask that you, Father, fill her with the spirit of peace. We pray that the spirit of peace fall upon the family, Father. Father, as she goes into the hospital, Father, we pray that your glory will be upon her, Father. That your light will shine upon her, Father. Father, we call her holy and blessed. And Father, as the doctors, Father, and the medical team and the staff, Father, operate father we just ask that they have the divine counsel of god may holy spirit and jesus be in the room and guide their hands father father we declare father that <clears throat> this shall be a success she shall live she shall live and she shall not die and she shall declare the glory of the Lord but father this is in the natural <laughs> we are at a time of miracles father and you said that we would do greater things than Jesus did so father we stand together on zoom here many of us and we declare a, your miracle working power over her father that every tumor every lesion dissolves that as she enters the hospital, everyone is astonished. And Father, you will be glorified. The name of Jesus, above all names, will be glorified. And the power of Holy Spirit will be so evident. So we thank you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Gloria, so much. Um, now, if I miss any prayer requests that are backstage, let me know if there's anybody that may get you guys can re-push post them at the top or just interrupt and let me know if we have a prayer request backstage. Um, again, anybody that wants a prayer from these huge yes and amen says um, can't read that backstage. What does it say? That would be Caracas. 
Car Carrasso Carrasso. <laughs> Sorry if I mispronounced that. Okay, and Mr. Morgan says never forget talking about um, uh, prayer requests for just the 9/11 victims. So. I um, wonder if Charlotte, would you mind taking that one? Of Charlotte, of just praying for the 9-11 victims. And... Um... Yes, okay. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. Father God, I just... <laughs> Father, I just thank you for how good you are. Father, we know that so many horrible things happen, and we have no explanation for them, Lord why you allow them or anything but lord i know you allow what we allow because sometimes we don't speak forth your word and your promises in the earth that brings protection so forgive us for our lack of doing our part but we ask lord and you know lord that i i just started my job the day that happened and i was in a five-story building in the basement and I was thinking wow this could happen in here wow and one of my friends almost lost a husband and my brother didn't go to work that day he was in a building and there were many miracles but not everyone had a miracle one of my co-workers sister was badly burned but she survived but Lord, you know everyone's pains and sorrows. And you care about each one. And you will repay, for your word says you love justice and you are a just judge. That won't bring anybody back, but it will bring closure. And we thank you for your justice and your mercy for those who survived. And for those who are still mourning, we ask for your comfort. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Charlotte. Beautiful. Um, all right, so let me know if we have any other prayer requests. Um, now we've gone over a little bit here because we had uh, so much material to cover and teaching and the economic update, all that type of stuff. Uh, but uh, does anybody have any other thing they want to cover before we wrap her up tonight? We'll wrap her up with one more song. Um, but just want to make sure that you guys know on Mondays and Thursdays, you can get your specific prayers request created. So, so you can also, 7 by 24 post them on the board at the neighborhood, neighborhood.social. Remember, that is where we are congregating as Christian patriots. Don't be isolated during this time period. So not only you can come backstage, uh, there's also a link on blessedteach.com, which is uh, to the neighborhood. Or you can just go to neighborhood.social and also search neighborhood.social on your Google or your um, Google Store or your Apple Store. And you Google Play Store or Apple Store. And you'll be able to download it on your phone. So I would encourage you to not be isolated right now. And we do have a prayer group, a, a prayer wall that you can put uh, on the prayer group. You can post any of your prayer requests there. So if you want a bunch of Christian patriots, a bunch of prayer warriors all over your prayer requests, make sure you go to neighborhood.social and go to the group for written prayer requests, okay? Uh, again, that's neighborhood.social. That is where we're communing. That's where we're communing together. 
Um, I have a bunch of Christian patrons. There's almost 3,000 of us on there now. There's been over 3,000 accounts created. Um, but if you take all the trolls out and stuff, I think they're still close, to, getting close to 3,000. And a bunch of active people there that would love to have you join neighborhood.social. It's a Facebook replacement. It's really simple. It really works just like Facebook, but Facebook's added so much stuff that's even easier than Facebook, right? And uh, most importantly, there's no shadow banning and stuff like that. It's a bunch of uh, and a bunch of people who love the Lord are back there. Okay, so hey, the last thing we'll do is just go uh, go out with one last song. So we just uh, sang "Graves of God," and now we're going to go into "Raise a Hallelujah." So if Di's still there, she can read this. Otherwise, I will. Um, this is "Raise a Hallelujah." Yep, sure. All right. We raise a hallelujah. Hallelujah, meaning a joyous praise and song. And Yah refers to Yahweh, God. Put together, we joyfully praise God in song. O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Psalm 95, 1. In the presence of our enemies, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil my cup overflows Psalm 23 5 our weapon is a melody he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army and when they began to sing and praise the Lord set an ambush against their men who had come against Judah so that they were rooted they all helped to destroy one another to from second Chronicles first uh, chapter 20 verses 21 through 23 heaven comes to fight for me you shall not fear them for it is the Lord your God who fights for you Deuteronomy 3 verse 22 yes thank you surround the presence of our enemies our weapon is what it's a melody yes let's have let's pray about heaven coming to fight for us let's raise this hallelujah Hallelujah In the presence of my enemies I raise a hallelujah Louder than the Let us sing to the Lord.
All right. We really appreciate everyone joining us on Monday Night Praise and Prayer. So we covered a lot. Wow, we went in all the way into uh, 9-11 um, cover-up. Really showed you uh, Yandex versus Google. We got into the economic update with Kirk Elliott. Got into several prophetic words and actually uh, dug into all of Revelation chapter 19. And now word and worship where we got a praise. Here's a praise reports as well as pray for some very specific things. We appreciate you all so much. Join us every Monday and Thursday when we do praise and prayer after the show. We also do Word and Worship, where we're, te- we're really digging into the Word in more detail on Fridays at 5 p.m. And we're Gus and I are going over the book of John right now. This Friday, though, is a very specific event. It is the start of the fall festivals, right? Rosh Hashanah. And uh, that'll be a couple-day event, which will go into the 10 days of awe, and then into uh, the second festival, which is the most holy day of the year of, of, of for um, the Lord's, according to the biblical text. It doesn't ever say to stop these things, so there's no reason why we should. And uh, that would be in Yom Kippur. And uh, then um, not too far to that, we end up with the week, the, the Feast of Weeks, or the Feast of Huts. Um, and we'll be teaching on all those until you understand them. You can celebrate those with, the, with us. Um, and God usually does uh, some amazing things, so be be uh, prepared for uh, amazing things to be happening during those three weeks. It's going to be an exciting time. It's a great time to prayer. Make sure you are close to the Lord. That's what the Lord keeps telling me. Let's get close to Him. Let's worship Him. Let's praise Him. Let's be in His Word and let's spend time alone with Him. This is the time to get closer to God than ever. It's going to be exciting. I just want to say thank you so much to everyone backstage. If they wouldn't mind unmuting and saying goodbye. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.